Prince with me, Robert. With me. Cool, <laughs> 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 I think I'm doing it clean, do it clean, do it clean. With me, Pete. Do you know what? I'll do it clean. Like, do it normal one, just oh. do Pete. Do you know what? I was, I was going to do a madness and a healer, <laughs> so I can't, I can't do that after him. I need more, innit? <laughs> oh, I just lost it. I uh, hope you guys are doing well this week. Um, yeah, you know you guys didn't actually answer my question that put in the group. What question? It's a scary thing to do. Just like, what question? You know the one about um, Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve? Because it was a stupid question. It wasn't. Well, I think the okay, Eve okay, comes... Okay, yeah, okay, well, um, so, 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 so the question was, why does New Year's Eve and Christmas Eve come before the holiday if Eve came after Adam? Is that not a genuine question? No, because it sounds like a bad joke. Because the Eve... Well, in my head, I was like, isn't that Eve from the English, like, even, like, eventually, kind of thing, so Christmas, is that, eventually. Is that, where, is that where it comes from? I don't know, but in my head, it, I was just like, probably. So you're making up words again? Yeah, quick, no. Yeah, it's like the eter- uh, etymology of Eve. Isn't that the word? Isn't that a word? <coughs> yeah, that's like yeah. the definition. Yeah, the origin of the word. Anyway, whilst Peter's doing that, let's get on to, let's get on to this, this topic. So I've been thinking about this for a while, and I think it's one of, it's like up there with one of my, with my pet peeves that includes most of Christian rap music. And, um, oh, so yeah, I can advise with this. It, it does, a uh, yeah. origin, English, even. Um, short form, even. Or EVEN. EVEN, yeah. Which I think goes eventually. But now you know. Anyway, yeah, so it's one of my pet peeves up there with um, most of Christian rap music and. Basically, um, most of Christian rap music, just so we qualify, who have you been listening to? Yeah. Who do you know in Christian rap? No, 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 no. That's, that's, that's not what we're talking about today. That's not what we're talking about today. So, anyway, most of Christian rap music. Um, Vegetarian substitutes for meats, like you know, like, <laughs> like vegetarian sausages, uh-huh. vegetarian, vegetarian chicken wings. <laughs> they try so hard, <laughs> but I just eat the meat. Trust <laughs> just be a pagan, just eat the meat. Trust me, um, but yeah, pet peeve for today is <coughs> swear word substitutes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I do this. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually got a very good like response to this, so go for it. Alright. I just feel like if you've got the substitute, why don't you just, just say the thing? You use the swear word because everyone knows what it is you're substituting the word for. Mm. So, 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 so like, is, is using the substitute any better than using the word itself? I think I think it's more considerate, especially like in as much as yes, you you are like instead of f bomb, you know, I go flippity flop. <laughs> That's a flippity flop. But I can see him saying that. <laughs> I can see him saying that as well. That's a flop. I think it's more considerate, even if not just of um, you know my sensibilities and not wanting to swear or say anything vulgar of others around me, you know, of kids and stuff like that. Just being mindful of them as well. I think. But then, like a lot of swear words are adjectives, so why can't you just like not use an adjective? In that? No, because swear words like well. In, in most uses that I've seen are to, you know, they're like exclamations, they're like to release uh, the frustration of the situation or something like that. So, that's the The thing is, like, for me as well, when people swear around me, we were just playing Mortal Kombat. 
it's like a brutality, especially with like um, <coughs> this this job that I've been doing now. Um, they swear in combinations, like <laughs> it's not one word; it's a whole sentence full of swearing when they're swearing. And it's an just example. Like, I mean, <laughs> f bomb, s bomb, c bomb, straight like in one go, <laughs> like literally, you know, Run, like semi-automatic. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking in my head if I if I'd have to censor it if I say it properly, but yeah, it's it's. So I, I just it's an assault on my ears sometimes. Like it's it's really jarring. But I think sometimes it's just yeah. out of consideration of others, just use a substitute. And you don't feel like any way about using substitute, even, even though everyone knows what it is you really want to say. Yeah, but it's 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 a matter of do I really want to start swearing or you know am I just but dealing the, with the old habits or something like that? But but but, but then but you but you do want to swear. You just. <laughs> You don't want to swear in that context. Yeah. Like, I, the, the question is, will I say, will I use the same substitute on my own when I'm alone? And, and yeah, I do. I'd, I'd, I'd sooner say, oh, snap, than S1. I, yeah. I, I can't see Peter swearing, you know. I that's because like I, use, that's cause I use substitutes. Yeah, I don't think I've heard Peter swear. <laughs> and I've known her for a very long time. I don't think I've heard her swear. I don't think I've heard you swear ever. No, actually. <laughs> I think I have. Remember that one time we were on, um, I think it was Millennium Bridge, and then you were trying to take a picture, like of like I think it was Saint Paul's, Saint Paul's Church. I don't think that's what. You see, like a guy like walks into your picture, and, and then you swore him under your breath, oh, no. <laughs> and he heard you. No, 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 no. Do you know what? Yeah. I did. You know, I did, a, I did. I didn't swear at him, but I did express my disgust <laughs> with him walking into my shop. And then he heard me, and I was like, "Oh crap!" <laughs> but um, um, I do know some guys who, like, won't consider the S word a swear word because it's, um, as you said, it's it's not as a verb, and it's it's escalate. so they don't necessarily see that as a swear word. Um, and for that, I'll just say, "Well, each to their own." Um, I can't necessarily censor your speech if the Holy Spirit isn't doing that. Um, hmm. I, what I can do is say that well, I, I don't say that. But, um, for me personally, before I was, before I became a Christian, I was one of them guys that Peter was talking about. Like, literally, I could not go one sentence about swear. And that's not an exaggeration. Like, Every sentence had to have some sort of a swear word in it. The only time I wouldn't swear is when I was talking to my parents, and that was because I wasn't speaking English. <laughs> it's simply that I wasn't speaking English to them. So it's like I could afford not to because you can't necessarily swear in God or whatever. Can you not? Oh, they do all the time. But it's like, not, not to your parents, mate. Not to your parents. <laughs> but, um. So yeah, like, God, it's like one of the most, like, you can. There's so many different expletives for yeah, yeah. gosh. And it's, it's like, um... <laughs> uh, there's some funky hand gestures going on. But yeah, so, like, literally... <laughs> if you, if you, I swear, if we had, like, a webcam or something, and you guys can see the hand gestures, yeah, you'd be surprised as to who's doing it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So, 
the thing is, the reason, like, the reason it's funny for me is because I learned Gahan because people used to insult me a lot. And it was all references to my mum and, and various parts of my mum. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, carry on. So yeah, um, after I got sick, again, this is something that, whether wrong or right, is down to your interpretation. I just knew that as a Christian, I would get looked down upon if I was swearing. Mm. So I was like, I need to stop. Because um, I'm meant to do the right thing, so I need to stop. That was the hardest transition. Does it say in the Bible that you're supposed to say? It does say, um, I think it, it does. It talks it's about foul language and yeah. language that isn't edifying. So. Yeah. And how um, salt, salt is. A little um, yeah, um, can't come out the same time. Yeah, where um, blessing and cursing can't come out the same spring. Yeah. Um, so I was very much like I went to a lot of church. Um, they're very observant and they're very like conversational to put it like non conversation. <laughs> so if they heard you consistently doing that. Every time we were like, started touching you, yeah, so we had a random just joking with that point and stuff, just just by accident. Um, so I actually consciously tried to stop and it just didn't, didn't work. And that's where I started to use substitutes, so we have to fix it or whatever. Um, and sometimes it was very slack, I was like, yeah, <laughs> it, it would literally be that. Um, to the point where I knew some guys started calling me flipping. <laughs> because rather than spell, I was saying flipping. And then, yeah, they started flipping, flipping, because I always said. But I, fi- I found that I prayed about it. And I stopped my own So I had stopped a little while into it. And I was like, what? Oh, I'm not actually spelling it. That's amazing. So again, coming back to what Peter you said, it's like literally when try to do something about steam. It doesn't tend to work, but when you kind of live, because I even think it was part of the main relationship before going and then kind of going halfway realizing what, like, we've actually been staying the state of course. Mm-hmm. And we said everything for the interview, it's exactly the same way with master. Um, so substitution can help, but for me it was more of a sense of <coughs> trying to live up to the standard. As a Christian, um, that I have to do. Do you swear? Wait, do you use substitutes, or you just don't swear? I, I don't swear. No, I don't swear. I don't, I just don't swear. And I, I, I was gonna ask, like, like even with the point, like, you know, when I'm like singing along to like rap songs and stuff, and they're swearing in it, <laughs> I just miss out those, those words. Which I find a bit weird. <laughs> is that why, why do you think that is? Like, why don't why don't you say is that a conscious decision like this? I think part conscious part part has just become more who I am. Now. But then one can ask the question: Why are you listening to those versions of the Sunday? Why not listen to the clean version? Why not listen at all? Because why listen? Again, it goes back to vegetarian <laughs> chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to a clean version. Yeah, listen, listen to the real thing. Oh, I knew you tweeted about this. 
Yeah, I was listening to some song from um, like R&B because my mate put me on his family Spotify. Mm -hmm. So I've been getting, I've been using Spotify. <coughs> Sick. And I found 90s R&B. Yes. So I just had radio. Okay, cool. Let's let's see. And there was this song. I can't remember what song it was, but it was just like I'd always listen to the Queen <laughs> version, and I'm hearing <laughs> he's cussing out and he's saying this and that. It was it was a girl group actually. Um, <laughs> and then even this uh, this one as well, um, James Morrison, you're beautiful, you're beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> he says he's high in a song. I never heard that. That's <laughs> all. I was like, I was effing high. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and I also think like, I also think one of the reasons why Max Jones come out of my vocabulary is because of the babes loving one. <laughs> it's like it's like sweet, like, yeah, you can't, you can't really be swearing. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. So, like, I, I remember the, um, um, the one, instead of writing, like, LMAO, she'd write LMBO. Nothing about stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I found that, so, at first I found that so weird, I thought, no, she can't be serious. <laughs> but then, like, that, that's, like, literally how, how she talks. It's also, it's also, I wouldn't know it, because it's, it's a donkey. It's a donkey. But, but then whenever we're using we're not, we're not using it in the connotation in the um context. Do I have to beat that out then? No. No. Do you know what yeah? I was playing J. Cole for your eyes only mm -hmm. in church. <laughs> so um, I don't know this song. Do you, do you know what yeah? The amount of times he drops the end yeah. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. The amount of times he drops the end And the youth minister looked at me and goes, so how do you feel about people who use the enemy? He's a black guy as well. And I was like, and I, the reason I mentioned it is because of the answer that I gave him. Um, as a creator, I like to appreciate people's art in the original context they created. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I see each person's creativity as an extension of them. Mm -hmm. And if you make music full of curses, if I genuinely enjoy your music, I should enjoy it in the context in which you put it up. And because it's, it's like it's like saying I enjoy Peter, but I don't like the way he drives. So um, I'm just gonna avoid every aspect of his life that involves driving. <laughs> then I'm not necessarily enjoying. This is gonna sound weird. I'm not enjoying Peter. That's what I'm about to say. <laughs> but it's like I'm not enjoying him as a person because I'm carving out different areas of his life. If that makes sense. Yeah. I think mean, we should use a female player. Why do you use a wife? Wife is there with you. <laughs> <laughs> She's a music type fan of Um and it's the same with creativity it, it's it's the case. Actually no, if I enjoy um driving or something, if I don't enjoy when they're driving on the motorway or whatever, then I don't necessarily enjoy driving. Oh. If that makes sense. Then they don't have to restrict it to yeah, motorways. So I kind of see it as if I enjoy your music, I will enjoy your music in the manner of the context in which you put it out to better grasp what you're putting out. And also, um, it, it can be it can be refuted to, to different degrees. Mm. But also, I see it as an insight into um, their reality. Mm. So I've seen like Big Nasty's part of some stuff. Trust me. But, um, I don't think I'm the glassy. It's so funny. <laughs> like, there was one of his tracks here. I'm not going to drop the tag. Why not? 
hundred bars of paper. Yeah, it's a freestyle. This one's TV freestyle. And not the fan of the beat. Not the fan of the beat. This this one, Matt, like the guy whipped off his shirt and all sorts. This big, yeah, and like swearing left, right, center. But he was genuinely talking about his day-to-day life, you know, how how he lives and like, what he faces, and that's what I liked about it. You know, that it was an insight into his reality. And I was like, yeah, you're swearing, yeah, it's it's somewhat harsh to the ears, but I'm gaining an insight that can prove value. Yeah. Shout out to David because David put me a big nasty, and he put me on one of his ones where <coughs> he was complaining about I think he was KFC and he didn't Oh, you went my double You went Gregson and did that. Gregson. He goes in. He was in. Do you know what? Turn this place up. Grab the yum yums. That was on Stormzy's track, Relix. Okay, well, why should looking for that? But, okay, so if you said... Just one second, because one point about, you know, N-words and stuff like that in songs. You know in shops, sometimes I'll play, like, hip-hop and stuff like that, especially mm-hmm. now that hip-hop's come mainstream. Given I work in the shop as a black guy, sometimes some of the songs come in and it's, it's a big problem for some of the white people because <laughs> they'll be singing along and then the Edward's about to come up and they just go quiet. <laughs> it's like, if you're in your car, you would sing that out. Feel <laughs> free. <laughs> the song is not that deep, we not, um, not that deep, not. Um, and yes, yeah, do you know what? Yeah, I love... I love this. Um, I was in church. We were working, and my my line manager and myself were like, working with a white boy. We were setting up a creative mission. And another minister came to me. He was white. The girl was white as well. And then the girl, the guy that I talked to, the girl was there doing something else as well. And um, the other minister was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I just cut into your conversation." Like, um, and then he just continued. And then my line manager was like, yeah, don't worry, there's nothing to do with it, we're just your slaves. The tension was so real. The tension was so real, I couldn't help but laugh, yeah. And then the girl just started blushing and she started laughing. And I was like, how do you come back from that? <laughs> <laughs> Straight face. <laughs> You should get a straight face. Like, how do you come back from that? And my language is like, straight. You're slaves, isn't it? Yeah, just do whatever you want to do, don't you? <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh. <coughs> so, um, um, talking about. <laughs> Polite company can't handle that, you know. They can't handle, like, just any of those obvious references. Mm-hmm. It's just too much. Yeah, what can you say, dude? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry for my ancestors. <laughs> anyway, so oh, yeah, anyone who's listening who might get offended or anything like that, it was generally just banter. Yeah. All of them knew that he wasn't being serious, so he, he generally wasn't being serious. Yeah, but you can't banter like that because only he could do the banter. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole point. <laughs> yeah, you almost says what? Banter dark, yeah? <laughs> okay, so, so we've talked about the secular artist. <coughs> And how it enhances or or like it adds to the experience mm-hmm. or like it like takes away from some people. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that Christian artist should be able to swear in, in, in their music? 
to what effect? Because mm -hmm. you do have some, well, you, you've had Turkish dancers that have sworn, mm -hmm. um, and, and it's like very much, I think, what, what Mo said is very um, significant in that it gives a reality to, or, or it, it brings people into your reality, you know, and uh, I think it was T.I. that was explaining to someone about why hip hop has always been about, you know, the guns and, and mm -hmm. the hustle, mm -hmm. and it was like, that's their reality. Yeah. So if you as a Christian artist, and, and I think the, the, the difference is we expect polished products mm. or polished people in our, in our Christian artists. But if you as a no, Christian you know artist. What? I actually agree with your first statement of polished products because sometimes we don't even view gospel artists as people, we view them as products, we view them as things. If, like, again, I go back to the quick, like, he is a person with a personal walk mm. with Jesus Christ. And if Jesus Christ is leading the Lord to make a reason for people, how can we then stone him mm. for doing the exact same thing that Jesus did? Yeah. So it's like we're emptying him of his humanity and just making him a, an object. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So because because of that very thing, <coughs> you get situations where it's like, why are you, why are you passing on your art? Uh, mm. You know, it's, it's not good. But then, are you listening to what he's actually saying? And, and you might very well be talking about his reality and, 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 and what that means. And also for you know, him, not to say him swearing on the track is good for me, per se, because I, I find it very harsh mm -hmm. to, to my ears. But then someone else listening that can actually relate to this, yeah. and he's not using biblical terms and talking about you know all these things that I don't understand. He's saying and speaking things that I actually relate to. That's a better. He's going to get a message yeah. in a much more sincere way than you coming up in a suit talking about blessings that he has yet to see. That's why, like, I think it could be argued, you know, like albums that could be called gospel albums. So again, okay, so God, <laughs> <so laughs> this stresses me out. This is where the lines no, get no, because blurry and tricky. If it stresses me out because no, 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 because. Oh, this guy, this guy is speaking gospel, and it's literally just because they want to indulge, and it's not like oh, no, 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 there's no, no gospel there. It's only because you like him because he's hot, or because you like what he's saying, oh, no, and no, he's no, talking no. about weed and then eating stuff. Hold on, hold like, on, hold on, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Please. <laughs> so with Gustav album, such as Kendrick Lamar's Mad City album. Mm -hmm. I say that could be seen as a gospel album because because <coughs> it's showing his the progression of how he's he, he's contacted Jesus into his life mm -hmm. from from like gang banging mm -hmm. all the way to yeah. you, know, you know saying the uh, what was it the um, sinless prayer sinless prayer yeah. well, that's, that's a conversation for another day <laughs> that's a whole podcast <laughs> possibly two minutes by itself. Yeah, but then like seeing that transition from from Sinner to like trying to start a relationship with God, mm -hmm. could that not be then called a a, a, um, a gospel album? You know what I mean? I haven't heard that album, so I can't call it. I, I have heard that album, and you know what? I would argue that it could potentially be called a gospel album. Um, I wouldn't call him a gospel artist, but I could call that album that body of work. Um, the one that points towards um, a greater cause and points towards, yeah, as you said, this transition towards um, Christianity. I wouldn't necessarily say it's a gospel album, 
Um, it's just elements, and it, it might just be per- uh, perceptions, and me not trying to put a song, an album for swearing into the category of gospel. Um, just because if, again, it comes down to your reality and your background. If you've always been in the church, <coughs> that, that album, actually not. It's hard to justify, but not scratch that. I would argue that, yeah, it was, it was pretty much possible. Can we, can we define what a gospel piece of art is? No. I, I would say, I would say, a gospel like piece that. of art, a gospel piece of art is, is essentially a, a piece of art that points um, towards the good news of Jesus Christ. Towards what he came to do on the cross. Yeah. So, his death, his taking our punishment, our salvation, yeah. by accepting that. And it's, obviously there's different degrees. There's some which is very much theological kind of teaching, blah, blah, blah. There's some which is pointing in that direction. There's some which is kind of telling you what you're living out of it. Mm. It's kind of different versions or genres of it. But I think one that works to kind of point you towards that. I do think um, Good King Mass City kind of does that. Because it starts off with him kind of saying this in his prayer. And then him talking about trying to fulfill his life with different things, blah, blah, blah. Like his friend, his brother or his friend getting shot, this and that. And then towards the end, this old woman is saying, well, they're, they're lacking something. Um, God is holding it. Yeah, God is willing to give them the holy water and stuff. And we should say his prayer and accept it. Um, again, I think that kind of sends out mixed messages. Um, because as well, you have to be mindful that <coughs> the the religion of Christianity is, uh, especially in America, is very much part of culture. So that someone like Donald Trump can say he's running on a Christian platform, you know, or, or can can use some biblical rhetoric and say he is, you know, a Christian thing. We don't see that. Um, but then also the fact that that isn't the only um, school of thought on um, spiritual things that exist. So when people, some people talk about you know, greater good and some people talk about higher powers and they're not talking about yeah. the God of the Bible or they're not talking about Jesus Christ. So you've got a lot of positive music, which is like positivity from the universe. And yeah. that's not Christian. That's not, you know, that's, that's not, it's not biblical. <laughs> So I think we, we've got to be mindful of that as well. Do you know, um, the one thing I was going to say as well that puts me on the fence, especially with that, is it almost puts the sinner's prayer as um, the not Pretty much, and also it's like the brush that coats over all that you've done. Um, so all the emphasis was on the sinner's prayer. And I have a relationship with Jesus and we say this in his prayer and blah blah blah. And as soon as they say, oh, actually, now this is a good beginning. But you know, for some people, that's like the starting point for where their faith begins. Are you sure? For some, or, or, or for some people, like, or the, depending on like the, the, the type of church you go to, they say, say, say this in his prayer, and then, and then from there, they begin to walk, they begin to learn about the Bible and then become. I, I, I get that. Christian. Of course, the Holy Spirit would have had to be working with before. That's what I was going to say. But. For some people, that's the point where they recognise. They recognise, yeah. So it's like it's it's kind of it's kind of like um, when you when you fall in love with someone, 
sometimes you don't it's throughout the process of getting to know them you are falling in love until you actually recognise and you're like well cool I actually love this person and then you kind of accept it and it's kind of you can kind of say that's like the sinner's prayer where the Holy Spirit has been working on you and he's been like causing change in your life and then you recognise it and you um, so I wouldn't necessarily say that's where it starts because I believe that the Holy Spirit is doing work in the person's heart already before it hits there. But yes, as you said, that's where it's almost recognised that yes, this is where you kind of um, gave your life to Christ and blah, blah, blah. Um, but I, what I will say is that from what I have seen, it has produced Christians who... <laughs> and this this is a very general statement, but it's from my observations and the circles that I've been It has produced Christians who believe that they're cool because they've said the prayer. And the emphasis is on What's um, about cool? So once you say the prayer that's okay. You're yeah. done. You can yeah. continue doing well, not there, no one explicitly says you can continue doing whatever you want to be cool. But then the mentality behind most of it is I've said this in the prayer once and good. I don't need to grow in righteousness or, or grow in sanctification. Mm -hmm. I don't need to grow in those areas. It's just instead of that. Even it's like some people um, they'll be like, oh, I sinned today. I've been sinning. I need to say a sinner's prayer again. Um, Rededicate. Rededicate my life. You know, yeah, for, some, for some people, that's how. That, that's like the beginning stages of their walk. Do you think it's like. It's, it's, it's still like, I've seen people go through this in this prayer about eight times. Uh, so, so I don't, I don't think the problem is the sinner's prayer. I don't, I don't think it's the I think, I think it's, the, it's, it's the mindset and the mentality around Well, well no, I think it's the, the, the situation <coughs> that leads to that is not having biblical Christianity, if that makes sense. Or not having, not, 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 not being biblical about your walk. Mm. Uh, and, and just having these Sunday, whatever the guy says at the pulpit, kind of. Christian lives, if that makes sense. So that's and where a disclaimer. If I, I do know that people, I, I, more more than likely, people who have who are listening to this might have said the same prayer. I've said the same. I've said the same prayer, and it, it's a case of a couple of times. I think the third time was okay. Mate, like literally, yeah. <laughs> no, you, you, the, I think I've said it once. I think I've said it once. I said the same prayer with one of my exes. And then right after the service, we're doing like this, that we shouldn't even do that. Let you know. That's because you and your ex are pagans. Savage. And if you don't know what like, uh, I said, it's in the square, it's cool. But it's like, <coughs> um, the reason that I'm kind of saying it, um, it's, it, it's a case of, oh, I've forgotten the point I was going to make. I'm not demonizing um, you for saying it or anything like that. I'm just saying there's your walk with. Your walk in God and with God is, is much more than a sense of prayer. It, it's much more than just going up for an altar call and saying this. It's, it, it's, yeah, it's way much more. Yeah, but then, but, but then that, but that's something you learn as you progress on Well, that's something hopefully we can even say here. We can, you know, that's something people learn here and now is that being born again doesn't, is not the end. You've just been born yeah, just again. Yeah. You know, you, you'd want to grow. Uh, and you know, beyond the synagogue, we've still got churches that. When I hear people preach prosperity-based, you know, kind of love, or to me, to me, it's to me, it's a lack of maturity. It's a lack of growth because God does use blessings to, like, 
um, to incentivize incentivize <coughs> some of the people. Mm-hmm. But then he goes on to prove that if you love me, you will do my commands. Mm-hmm. Not because of the blessing, but because you love me. And it's like, there is that rock. And so Peter was saying, you know, you've wanted milk, you've had milk. You need to learn to chew the meat and then chew the bones, yeah. you know, to the vegetarian part. But, <laughs> sorry, I had to <laughs> But I think it's it's maturity and, and it's, it's learning the, to, to appreciate the Bible in your day to day and using it as such. She acted like a girl, my girl, the washer. This guy has sent a dagger through my heart, one of many. He jumped the bar. If you as a Christian say you don't need rewards tomorrow, then you're you're trying to say that you're more spiritual than Jesus. Because Jesus spoke on rewards. He spoke on God blessing you. So if you're trying to say you don't need them, then essentially you're saying you're more spiritual than Jesus. And that hit me because I was like, genuinely, materialistic blessings are not a motivation. So long as I have enough to get by, I'm cool. Um, so I started to look at it and I was like, <coughs> for me, God himself is going to So it's like, the greatest reward is what I desire. And everything that kind of comes around it, cool, fine, but it doesn't quite take. So yeah, I think you can listen to your prosperity. No, you're not listening to your prosperity. Set your affections. Yeah, you set your affections on things higher. So like the Bible always tells us, the Bible tells us, don't store up your treasure on earth where moths and thieves can break and then destroy. Your treasure should be in heaven. And it also says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. His righteousness is Jesus Christ. And all other and things. All other things. <laughs> <laughs> because the anti-prosperity gospel guy will say the first bit and leave all the blessings. <laughs> and all other things. When you're seeking him, he consumes you. Mm-hmm. And then everything kind of comes, and everything takes its rightful place in your life, not as idols. But yeah, so. Oh, that, that, that was a nice train of thought, Peter. Um, oh wow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, what what would would you say that you're looking to for good? I mean, for me, you know, very similar to Mo is that I've never been, or oh, I've not been enticed so much by the materialistic rewards and stuff like that. Um, just because it's always been a matter of, you know, God gets you through the day. Uh, every day. So for me the rewards were <coughs> or the rewards I've been praying for is just to like get closer to God and, and, and to be more be more useful if I dare say. Like being in sometimes being in situations where I like why can't why am I not able to just, you know, pull on Elijah and then pray and, and stop rain or, or like heal someone and, and then like show God in that moment. Um, so so those are kind of like the rewards is to have a have a better, a more significant reward. But then at the same time, it's like, you know, I'm probably not there because I'm not ready for it. <laughs> Before I start seeing demons and running away like <laughs> I'm like, if I do to rain now, fire. We have to do the prayer sense. <laughs> and that's, you know, that's very key as well because one of the, when Jesus was walking with his disciples, James and John, they were funny. Them guys were like, you saw a guy casting up demons that don't walk with us, yeah? Lord, 
code and fire. Burn them. He was like, blood. You're walking with Jesus, now talking about. He doesn't walk with us. Why is he? Why are you? Why are you making it? <laughs> the guy who's come to um, profess love. Fam. <laughs> Man's you're like. You go to the, the, the disciple he loved. I think that would fire. <laughs> it, it, it also goes to show uh, somewhat. Um, warped sense of justice sometimes, but then again, you look at like Elisha and their kids, you know, teasing that like, he's going bald. Called mm. bears from the first. Oh, all them. That's a bit harsh. Yeah. But yeah, but he was living under different times. Like different dispensations. Yeah, laughing at my head. How about I take life? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not to have respect to elders. Uh, I think. I think for me. Um, <coughs> Things I was looking to good for. I talked about recently. It was just like the babies, of course. Of course, you know. That's no surprise. No surprise. And, but, um, as I've been, like, spending more time with God. <laughs> maturity. Trust me. You spend good for maturity. Um, I've been, I've been praying more just to, like, like you guys, to, like, know, know Him more have a deep relationship with him and because like when that happens then almost in a sense there will be no need for a babe because you can there's a need for a babe there's no need for a babe don't say that to a man that's about to get married like there's no need for a babe but you know what but you know what I mean because like, yes, yes, like God can give people the um, the gift of <coughs> you don't want that I don't want that gift <laughs> I will turn that to send <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but I find that 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 is actually the reality <laughs> for some people. But I think there's fulfillment to be found in God in and of itself that doesn't have to stem from, you know, a person of different sex or of the same sex if you're of that person. <laughs> <laughs> well this this one that self. No, um, I think I think I, I definitely get what you said. There, there's there is you can find contentment in in God, and you should find contentment in God. Before you know, you're not two halves, you're two individuals, two complete human beings that are created in God's image, and then He brings it together. And there is a miracle at work when He makes the two significant different people one. Uh, and, and guys, if, if, if anyone makes you feel like desiring the past is wrong, take your pagan. Why okay. Christians like this, dude? <laughs> like, they make you feel so bad for for wanting. And that's, 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 that's again, it's like someone digests um, an application of God's word for their life mm-hmm. and they try to spread it broadly mm-hmm. on other people. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, no, God is calling you to live simply. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So don't try it. Mm-hmm. Even Paul's like, if it was up to me, I would wish that others would live like me. But, like, if you want to marry, great, marry, follow these guidelines. And Peter was saying, I think the best thing both man and woman can do before you get married is to listen to God and get to know God. Grow in God. Grow in God. Yeah, grow in God. And allow that to shape your relationship. Because if you try to shape it yourselves, <coughs> it goes downhill. Real quick. 
what does enjoyment of God mean to you guys? <laughs> it, it means awareness of, of His presence and, and like, for me, knowledge that this person that created this universe has enough time to come and pay attention to me. I, I I have a place in front of him where I can stand and I can expect my own father. But it's for me that's the side different level I don't know this Just tell me to find out. That's how you know we go to SL. <laughs> <laughs> Pagan. Go straight, Pagan. I'm gonna start singing it around. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I remember. Uh, I remember that. I'm um, that thing you sent about Jackie Hill. That Jackie Hill post. Oh, the TV. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then she was. And then she was said that she goes to a church where they play acoustic guitar. Yeah. Like I, I'm not just. <laughs> why you trying to make out? Go to a church where acoustic guitar is a bad thing. It's wavy, fam. Don't let, don't let anyone tell you it otherwise. Has, it ha- definitely has its place. Um, what was the question before, okay? In German, as well. <coughs> I think I would describe it, how John Piper describes it. Um, God is most glorified in us when we are most satisfied with it. So it's um, being satisfied in God, being satisfied in all he's kind of made available for you in the person of Christ being satisfied in um, who he says you are, being content in, like, God says you are loved, being satisfied in, God says, like, um, I will never leave you or forsake you, being satisfied in, like, God saying, I will provide for you, being satisfied in, like, God saying, like, every good gift, I will give it to you, being satisfied in, like, uh, God saying, wisdom begins with the fear of the Lord, being satisfied in, like, like literally being satisfied with every single thing I've got to say about you, about your situation, about the world, being content, being satisfied. I've got to be most glorified in us, and we're more satisfied with him. And that brings with it a level, obviously you're satisfied, so there's a level of contentment that, that you have in this life. The pleasures of the world kind of lose its hold because you're satisfied with something that's beyond your um, so yeah. How would you describe it? I think it's apes. Stay over there. Please. Please. Well now. No time is right, just come over here, please. Just one baby. Just yeah? one. Just for one. You know, babes is one Babes is both singular and plural, just in case anybody was confused. Wisdom knows which one is which anyway. Um, for me it's it's the peace that comes from knowing <coughs> He's working in my life and and like he's in control. Um, there are like definitely times when um, that piece is there, you know, kind of do things in my own strength. You know, maybe one thing things aren't going to plan or things, but it's, it's like hard to see why things are going the way they're going. Mm-hmm. And then when you get that piece, you know, that even if there are storms going around, that thing is in control. And uh, I, I think that's what I enjoy, enjoy the most. That's true, you know, because for personally, I, I, I prayed, I remember when, a couple, a few, a couple months ago or so, um, regarding, you know, being effective in community and not, not just, well, not, not just being a church, you know, and since then, you know, I've had a lot more exposure to 
atheists and, and people that are of oh, that persuasion. But in, in doing that as well, has also been, a, and I think God only <coughs> brought me to that point now because at least I've got this confidence in Him mm. to be able to do that. But it was, I, I got taken to a place where I was like, okay, what if you die and there's no God? What if that's the case? And literally, honestly, reviewing my life and looking at still be pretty happy with the way things have gone you know if it so happened that for whatever reason just praying and seeing those answers or, or seeing God seeing the quote-unquote blessings of God or seeing the quote-unquote direction of God um, <laughs> in my life has just been a result of my positive thinking you know or, or the universe responding to Your energy. Oh, my energy my aura I still think, you know. That sounds so free. <laughs> no, literally, it's like if there is no God, I feel still think living according to a Bible or living according to the Bible, living um, where I'm no longer, I don't stress myself on my own strength. Mm. Things get done from some force outside. Mm. I still think, even if like I literally thought to myself, okay, there is no God. Other things I would regret not sleeping around, not having drinks, not actually worrying about stuff when things are going wrong. <laughs> not not having, you know, literal fear when, you know, this situation is out of my control and I can't do anything about it and I wasn't scared about it. Would I rather I was scared, would I rather I was worried, would I rather I have no confidence in anything else? So no. The problem is, there is God, so I'm cool. That's what the problem is. That is a problem for some. It is a problem. Do you know what? I heard a story. Um, I think it very much links into what Peter was saying. There was um, a woman who like, had no food, had no money to buy food. And she was in her room, like, praying, but she was praying out loud. And she was like, God, like, I haven't got any food. I need you to provide. And then her neighbor, who was an atheist, they were walking by and like buying chocolate. And the neighbor heard it. And they was like, I'm gonna play a trick on it. So the neighbor started pushing some of the shopping through the letterbox into the house. Mm. And obviously when a woman opened the door seeing the food was coming through the letterbox when she was praying, she was like, Ah oh God, thank you for the food, thank you for the food. And then the best, the neighbor was like, Ah, it wasn't God, it was me. And then the woman said, I pray to God. And then you came and gave me food. So he is not in my prayer. It's like, it's exactly as you said, like, we, we have the assurance that there is a greater being who far supersedes everything that we are, we can ever be, who is looking out for us as individuals. Uh, and as a collective, yeah. and it's just like, what more could we see? And, and I want to I wanna really, like, because that time. But I want to really impress upon people that if your if your walk has just been going to church and you know trying to be good and you don't how how do I say it? Not not that that's wrong, but if you if you have no confidence in the God of the Bible or if, if you have no I actually let me just put it like this. There is more to God than just Sunday church, if that makes sense. There's, there's, he is wanting to, or, or he, he says he wants to be a personal God. 
you want his word to be a light onto your feet, uh, a lamp onto your feet for the here and now, and a light onto your heart. So I think I want to encourage people to know that your day-to-day should see God in it as well. It shouldn't just be spectacular events at the church revival or convention, but your day-to-day should see God. And if you're not, then that's something to pray about because that's something God answers. So not to despise anyone's beginning or not to despise people who aren't seeing that because there are books in the Bible that don't mention that. They're not mentioning these superior miracles and stuff like that. But (coughs) But even though there's an awareness that there is something working here, and that's what people were saying. If you pray to God because um, only during times of, of trouble or exam results, because you know that he will hear you, <laughs> you don't know God at all. There's like so much more to God than him answering your prayers. <laughs> so helping you pass that exam that you didn't study for. You know what? I find when like during GCSE terms, I'll be doing uni exams. Doing uni exams. Obviously, Lord, please, if you let me pass these exams, I will be, I will be good. Do you know what? Yeah, <laughs> a test like real, real reality. Like the year that I got saved. That is not a consequence of getting saved, <laughs> guys. Like, literally, yeah, first year, flying colours, like A's, B's, like flying colours. Second year, I passed it 35%. Is that passing? Barely. I don't even know how I passed. You need 40 to pass. That's what I was thinking. I was like, grace. And it's like, literally, and so don't necessarily take it as, as soon as you come to God. Magically, everything is going to be fixed, sort of thing. Yeah. But he's still infinitely more worthy than anything that you can kind of achieve. Um, I just uh, added on to what both Peter and Robert said as well. I want to kind of encourage you guys to, for those who do fall into those kind of things, to, to look in the scriptures and see when Jesus was talking to the Pharisees. These guys knew their stuff. These guys, like, could quote the Torah back to front, tell you they had studied the, the scribes and the lawyers and stuff, could like literally tell you letters and wordings and blah, blah, blah. But he was like, no, you guys are far from the kingdom of God because your reliance is on the religious activities that you, you're kind of engaged in. So I'll just say, like, prayerfully check your heart to see if your reliance is on the religious activities of just going to church on a Sunday and just living life how you think it is during the week and then just going back. Um, for those who actually like, actively want to get God involved with everything, I'll say you're on a good path. His Holy Spirit is like molding your heart towards Him. So you keep on praying, keep on just seeking Him, and it will happen. For those who don't, I'll just say, well, just read the word and pray that He opens your eyes. And it's not an instant thing by any means. For some it is, like Paul. For some it is. It could be, you could have mm. a lot of Bible knowledge. But well, then Paul still had three years. And then. Well, like three days. And then he started preaching. No, no, three days. Three days. When he was blind. Yeah. And then the night when he prayed for him, he started preaching. Mm. He went to the city and started preaching. No. He went to, as soon as that happened, he went to a. He went to a place. You know what? Both of us are feeling insecure. I'm sure he right said now. that he went to the desert for a while to, nah, to, 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 to go spend some time with the I'm sure he, he went studying first before. <laughs> we can check that afterwards. We'll yeah, we'll check it afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> well, I yeah. might not cut this out, but we'll, we're going to study. Come back next week. Can I think that will be a nice place to end? Cliffhanger. Who's the pagan? We will verify next week. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah, so guys, leave, leave comments on anything. Please. <laughs>
Is it alright to call someone a whore because who was using the Bible? Because you're technically that's oh. because that, that's an act technically that's okay, a biblical it's, term. It's, it's okay to call someone a whore if you call them to their face. My, my, I can live with that. My, my, I can live with that. No, no I do what off, man. My, no, it's not. You whore. Yeah. You swine. <laughs> my my question would just be how to edify them. Exactly. If you can edify someone by calling them a whore. Well, no better man than you. It's a loving rebuke. No, what? there's better. They turn away from being a whore. Jesus loves you. He's got plans for your life. <laughs> so let's do it prayerfully. Do it prayerfully. Why would you do it prayerfully? Did you just go in it? No, no, no. He did call people conniving foxes. Yeah. And he called, was it Peter Satan? <laughs> That is so pretty. He forgot what Peter said, Satan. Nah, he said Peter said Satan. Get behind me, Satan. Do you know what, yeah? That's so Yeah, we'll say this afterwards. But yeah, even a woman who was caught in adultery, he didn't call her a whore, he didn't call her any names. Even though that pretty much was what she was like. Yeah, he just said, he who is without sin cast the first stone. And he said, I'm fucking doing it, go away. Shout out to Palace of Rhyme for the intro and outro music. Like that, Calvin Turner for the intro and outro music. No, 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 Calvin Turner for the Ordinary Amazing logo. Oh, yeah, see, you messed me up. I was doing so well. Calvin Turner for the Ordinary Amazing logo. You can find us on SoundCloud.com forward smash. Forward slash the Blacksmith's Furthest, no apostrophe. You can find us on all good podcasts and websites. Search for the Blacksmith's Furthest with an apostrophe. Twitter, at Furthest UK. Email address, tbsfurthest.hotmail.com. Um, Poe G. Peach and Polaroids next Sunday night. Sunday the 12th. 12th. Uh, hashtag My Funny Valentine. What's happening in the 80s or something? Um, look what you've done! <laughs> um, that's what I just said, yeah. Um, <laughs> Remind me what you said. He's trying to help! Poetry Pizza and Polo Rays. I'm the PLD Shout out to you. Oh, check out HBZH. Uh, location, lifestyle, love, documentary, yeah. <laughs> photography. Um, Follow him. Uh, right, subscribe. Small one too. Yeah, my subscribe. Um, yeah, if you know what, check out the website. The uh, right subscribes. So writers with a Z, the letter N, subscribes with a Z. The org. Then uh, doing quite a few workshops. Yeah, doing quite a few workshops. Met a couple. We yeah, um, writers block in Croydon. If you go to the website, information's there. If you go to new events, it should be there. Uh, once every month, we've got uh, an event coming up in Box Park as well. Hello. Um, yeah, you should see me there. Photography and mentors there. Yeah, we don't. Um, just get in touch if you're facil- if you're work- running poetry workshops or anything. We've got facilitators if you want to run. If you want us to run the whole thing, we've got that as well. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Fifth Girls Cafe on Homework TV. And YouTube. YouTube. Check them out.
we've got some interesting uh, videos discussing singleness. I think uh, one of the ladies is struggling to define very much she is single. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, so it's a good it's a good it's, good, it's, good, it's, good, it's, good, it's actually like a trouble for a lot of people in, the, in this day and age. I know when I'm single, I know when I'm not. Fam, it's, uh, for me it's very it's very simple. It, you, you think Are it we is smashing? Person? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, maybe, maybe we can talk about that next week, innit? Well, for now, this is the Black Spurs for this side and out. Blah. <laughs>